0: Dope, dope. Word, word. So we got a special episode of Three Angry Black People. I'm your host, Lorenzo. And joining me is my wonderful co-host.
1: Oh, it's me, Chris.
0: Big Rob in the house. All right. And we got two special guests. I'm very excited for y'all to actually get to listen to today because we are going to be talking about their Kickstarter project and just what they are working on. So I want to introduce, we got KD Fox in the house.
2: Woo! Yes. Hey. All right.
0: Word. That's fam. And one of my favorite MC substantial, the substantial hey. Whoa, right. what, 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 DMV what? all day represent DMV all day. And we're here to talk about the awesome Kickstarter project. This is animal rhythmic. This is a Kickstarter that was funded in under one hour, one hour, one hour. That's how powerful it was. Right. So for all my anime fans, all my jazz hop fans, this is the podcast you tune in for. This is the episode you tune in for. all right like you can't say we don't bring like we when we have interviews we try and actually mix it up so we try to have a creative interview we try to have uh something even when it when it's really serious but we always are about creativity and art and I couldn't be more happy to have you on the show with us today. We really appreciate y'all for taking time out of your busy schedule. Sorry about the, the scheduling part that was on our end. My end. I'll take Don't four. Worries. I'll take Don't four. Worry. Thanks for
3: having I, me. Thanks.
2: Yeah, I was amazed when, you know, this was introduced to me because I'm just learning about the project now. And so when I was going through all the stuff, it was like my god like this is not this is not just a project it's not music it's not anime it's not me- like this is an enterprise <laughs> it is like it, 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 it was like it was, it was like i was looking into like the foundation of like a corporation or something like that like mm. as expansive as it is so i I'm, I'm really glad that i get a chance to really talk to the both of you and really understand just all the inter- the intricacies of your project here and, and gaining a better understanding of it.
4: Mm. Yeah, man. Katie, you want, you want to jump into it? Tell them how it came to be. All yes. right.
5: Um, so this was an idea that started about, whew, how, how many years ago? I started this like seriously in 2014. So I had this idea since I was in high school and I'm a really introverted type person. Like, I've wanted to see more more stories and hear more stories about people like myself because a lot of main characters in, like, anime and manga, they have a very loud type personality because that's, like, it keeps it keeps the, the reader engaged in that way where the, like their personality is the one that you focus on and it's just, it's just loud. But what, what if you take a person who's really not that loud, kind of wants to keep to themselves and then push them in a story that's like really deep and introspective? Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how that will work out. But not only that, when I was creating Animal Arithmetic, it first started out as spoken word poetry. Uh, I used to do slam contests at Boston College all the time. And one of the things that I was working on for my fine arts thesis was just animal studies. Like I I love studying animal behavior and I love to kind of relate it to how people behave. And then I created this thing called Kingdom Animalia and then that's what evolved into animal arithmetic as you see it now. But there were a lot of like, elements and steps in the process over the course of years that got the project to where it is now. And most of it were um, due to the people that I reached out to and the people that I just met along the way and learned a lot of life experiences from. Some of them were my professors. Stan was absolutely one of them. Um, Lots of people, man. And I also really, like I use music a lot to, as a catalyst for for my art because it has a lot of energy to it It like it requires energy to move and mm. i grabbed that from music that really hits me and i reached out to stan because his music was like f- like flooded on all of my playlists Like i'm yeah. like you know and I, at one point let me just like reach out to the dude and be like yo you're the bomb like for real
2: so it was and the energy yeah. that really drove the project to expand to all the different areas it did
5: yeah. yeah, a little okay. about myself is that I'm uh, synesthetic. So I actually, um, I take energies that people people see and and process a different way, and, and I process it way differently. Like synesthetic people can process sound as color, or vice versa, color as sound, or look at things in patterns like numbers and stuff. That's where the arithmetic
2: comes from. That is so cool. Uh, yeah wow that is so cool so 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 you said that you joined so Sub- substantial so can you talk a little bit more about how that actually occurred like that like like that uh connection point
5: oh my goodness the years ago i reached out I, I don't even remember where i reached out saying what, what did i do What did i, did I like email you or something
4: I can't remember. I just, I, I just know it was uh, 2015 uh, when we connected. I just can't remember if it was like social media. Yeah, or- yeah,
5: Th- that was my senior it. year too. I remember it. I had mm. um 20, 2015. Let me see. I I think I discovered I discovered um, Samurai Chomplu a couple of years before <sighs> that. Mm-hmm. And then started looking into all of the people who were involved in the music for that and then delved even deeper mm. into all, all of the songs that like everybody did, like Stan did, Shingo, that whole group. Um, and that particular genre of music I stuck with, like that that lo-fi jazz hop type stuff. Um I, I just realized that I made better work when I when I listened to that type of music. So that became my go to sound for the energy of animal arithmetic. And like now what we have is basically that. Um but yeah. And excuse me if I have the snippet. <laughs> no, you could.
0: No uh, um that was that was the uh, the thing that got me about the the project was I saw that idea had actually it, IQ. Oh gosh, I always get my eyes mixed up. I saw that IQ had posted it. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, what's this? So then I click on it. I'm like, okay, we got we got anime. All right. Okay, this is a manga. Okay, this looks sick. <laughs> right. And I was like and then I'm seeing the vinyl. I was like I was like, substantial doing the he he he's he's doing the vinyl, he's doing the music.
2: Oh, this is a buy. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with this. I'm, I'm with it, and like, it was this- magnetic the connection because they saw what they were dealing with.
0: Listen, one mm. of my favorite, one of my favorite things is always to hype different art that I see, whether it be like anime inspired manga, or uh, we talk about Banksy. You know, I love art. So when, yeah, gosh, <laughs> like, like him staying elusive is one of my favorite things. <laughs> yep. But when mm-hmm. I saw, when I actually saw Animal Arrhythmic, I was like, yo, this is really cool. And the animation is what got me. So I know this is going to be a, a, a manga, but are you focused on um like turning this into an anime? So like, where do you see this going?
5: Oh, we would love to. That is yeah, absolutely like that. a goal, both of ours, like, to at, at mm-hmm. the very least get a pilot for this. Um, yeah. But, no, story development first. Want to see how people uh, react to the manga and mm-hmm. then see where we can take it from there. And okay. The manga is going to be really dope. I can promise you that.
0: Oh, uh, listen, I'm I'm looking at it like I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I, can't wait. <laughs> I actually went back. So I think originally um the one the pledge that i had i think it was i can't remember if i know it was like digging claws or something like that but it was mm-hmm. upwards of like i think it was about 80 85 mm-hmm. but then i saw that there was a whole illustration book that you get if you you know you, you increased um your pledge and i'm sitting there and i'm like okay so they got the add-ons I really want this this, this illustration book. I got to have that. So I went back and I was like, let me increase my pledge. And nine times out of Tim, ten, once I got that out the way, you're going to be seeing me with the add-ons. I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and get that USB because I saw unreleased <laughs> stuff. And I was just like,
2: y'all keep sweetening the pot. Oh, yeah, I got to throw a few dimes at the uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yet. Why, why are you looking at me like that? You said dimes. Like, no, no, I, like, what? no, I was saying that as a figure. Sp- I didn't mean actual dimes. No, I'm not going to give dimes. No, I just want when- to. So the Kickstarter, like, all right, all right. Okay.
0: So, once you just say you're trying to throw dimes, bottle caps,
2: dollars, yen, krona, everything. Right, right, right. Exactly. That, that's what I meant, okay? Okay. Um, we give Rob a hard time. <laughs> all right. We, we give Rob well, a hard time. Well, look, all right. All right. Anyway, uh, I wanted to know. I wanted to know more about the story, though, because you say from from what I saw, it's like chapter zero, which is beast of burden. So I wanted to know more, just like you know, kind of the prologue, or you know, what the uh, baseline story is about.
5: Sure. So the main character's name is Kayla D'Angelo, or KD. She is a a girl who grew up um, as an empath. So she feels a lot of different things from a lot of different people. And it's kind of overwhelming to her to the point where she likes to stay to herself a lot. So she actually grew up as a type of person that doesn't really like to deal with people because she's always dealing with people and that she's always absorbing different emotions uh, around her. And like, she'd just rather not like react to society because it's just been painful for her to deal with. And the Mm. fact that she's different and she feels these things and she can't really voice it in the particular society that she lives in, which is way in the future. Um, Her, her grandmother notices this, but knows that it's actually a special ability Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of like a, it's a divine ability and she argues with her mother all the time saying, OK, she should really go into this place called the Academy because they can hone in whatever she has and she can come to grips with this ability that she has and not be down in the dumps about everything all the time. But her mother was like, no, because if she if she goes into this, she's going to learn a lot more than she bargained for. I see <laughs> her mother knows about it. Um, the academy is actually run by a archangel who knows how to travel between different realms of physical and metaphysical. Um, and astral plane. They, oh yeah oh yeah. So Katie gets caught up in a particular um, situation where there is a very dark entity seeking her out to stop something from happening. This is an end time story. Ooh. So like it's it's already, it's already got the tone of, oh, something is going to go down because it's an end time story. I see. Um, I, like I often like read uh, Revelations all the time and I'm like, you know, I wonder what the trumpet sound would look like. Ooh. And I wonder how people would react to that. And so, what if. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what if there was a calling to certain people to salvage what was good of the earth and the different realms before that that time was supposed to
2: happen. So kind you of like a rapture that. type. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That is so cool. So would I? Mm-hmm. So so the elements of the character. Did you borrow a lot from yourself, like in terms mm-hmm. of being like empathic? Was that? Is this character yeah. kind of, you know, are they kind of hand in hand? Like how much of the character is you, you would say?
5: She is me.
2: Oh, okay. She's, okay. She's
5: very much me. Um, okay. This is this is kind of my way to speak about things that I had never really gotten a chance to speak about because society won't let me speak about it. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm always kept in a pattern where I'm, I know certain things. I feel certain things. I can't and I can't really talk about it because people opt to not talk about the serious things about what makes people people in order to be in a form of okay, quote unquote.
2: Yeah. And
5: I wanted to make a story where it was okay to speak about those things, like make a main character that's able to be introverted, but also give you her point of perspective in life and then other characters as well who feel the same thing but all have different ways that they view society and the world around them
2: yeah yeah because emotions are seen as like you know dealing with emotions is seen as like a weakness in our society nobody wants to deal with it everybody has to bottle stuff down until it causes problems you know
5: not only that that's what we're taught anyway take take it a step further and emotions are something that let's be real look i'm black not not, i'm gonna say i come from a family where it's like if you're too emotional it's a problem
2: yeah Mm
5: all right so like and over time my fam actually like learn more about how how i work and things about me and like like learn to like accept the, the way that i am and try to understand more about it but nevertheless that is a struggle like i've often like had bouts of depression and in some cases some people see depression as laziness but it's really not it's Mm. just like overwhelming amount of energy and feeling coming at you and and you're brought in a standstill and you have to constantly fight that every day i call it spiritual battles Mm -hmm. so Mm. that's really what animal arithmetic is it's about spiritual battles in a different light
2: Yeah.
1: yeah So since you brought that up, because I was reading some of your background, what I could find, because you are very hard to uncover online, which I like. I was like, she is a mystery and I must solve her, (laughs) but not solve her in that way, because that seems like it's disrespectful to you. Did any of your background, um, because I noticed that you have a minor in African dysphoria, did any of that influence your work also? Like, did it just like help cultivate it and like make it have a deeper vibe along with your feelings and your thesis in an animal? Um, you find thesis an animal oh, fudge? I messed up already. I'm going to shut up and animal future. arithmetic. Yeah. Well, no, you said something about animal in your thesis work.
5: Oh, animal behaviors.
1: Yes, that's it. Thank you very much. I apologize. Ah,
5: uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no problem. Um, yes, actually, um, one thing that I noticed when I like started learning about this, I already knew, but I just wanted to know more. Um, African folklore uses a lot of animal. Um, Motifs. You got Uncle Remus stories. Mm-hmm. You have the the African tribal stories, like Anansi the Spider. All of that. Um, everybody has pretty much used this this genre that's like not African, and somehow that's more known. It, like Aesop's Fables, right? Aesop ain't African, but everybody knows Aesop's Fables or Grimm's Fairy Tales. I wanted to bring bring the the thing back, <laughs> literally, like just claim ownership of the story mode that we used. So Mm -hmm. I just decided to use animals because, you know, and I also gained a, like, I, I gained a deeper understanding of why animals act the way that they are. And also when you look at how people work in a really complex way, in a really complex society, and you look at how animals also create their form of complexity like you'll find you'll find similarities and differences that are really interesting Mm. like there's a reason that i call myself katie fox and that the fox is the particular animal that i gravitated to and is the main character of the story Mm -hmm. it's because i found out that female foxes are actually one very independent Mm -hmm. and and form a more of a sisterhood um if they can but if not it's because somebody or some member of the animal kingdom did something that they did not like and they and they don't forget and then they don't trust mm. from then on in and i had plenty of those experiences in my lifetime so i kind of relate to a fox in the sense that like i'm i'm very Easy trusting at first, but when you do something or when I discover something that I don't like, it is very hard for me to trust after that. I'm very wary of things that go on around me now, and I pay a critical eye to them before I can decide to put my foot down and set, set ground on an idea or or um, a relationship or a friendship or that.
1: Are you by any chance, Pisces? What? Nope. Why would you I, exactly Virgo? see hold on, he just did something that I normally did. What? And I was waiting <laughs> to like hear more of you because I'm like, Well, what she's empathic, but she's super funny, she's very organized, she's very goal driven. And I was he just like, Are you a Pisces? No, like <laughs> she might have Pisces somewhere in like her fourth or fifth house, but she's definitely given very Virgo, very Gemini energy. Okay, she's you know and a little bit
2: more about it than I do. Okay. I, I i don't pretend to be some zodiac master i was just
0: rob i'm gonna throw you a lifeboat here <laughs> I, I, no, no. I just see i just see i just see this going Ugh. just going some kind of
3: way
1: but i absolutely love that response and i absolutely get it especially with like when you said i'm an empath automatically and the fox and i was like well foxes are super solitary unless they're like finding food or like having sex they're like they're like leave us alone don't We see what you're doing. Yeah. So no, but um it's
5: not a personality that society easily accepts. Uh even even as I go to just my normal nine to five day job, Mm -hmm. like I like I realize how hard it is to to understand or accept a personality that is very introverted and not extroverted, even if the extroversion is forced. Like it I noticed that in a lot of different different areas of, of life, to be quite honest. And you know, like I just wanted to make a story with really dope people who yes. know what they're doing yes. with their craft. Yes. <laughs> um and that can invoke um emotions and also give this this uh opportunity for people who are like myself to have a voice. Yes. And, you know and and create dope stuff while we're doing <laughs> it. So yeah.
1: I get it. I just want to say that I think our society has did this weird 180 over the last 10 years where I've seen more people bash extroverts, and I'm a, I'm a full extrovert. I'm 120% extroverted, and it's natural. It's not, like, forced. It's natural. And then I, I have a lot of introverted friends, and it's, like, this weird thing going on in society right now where I'm, like, there's more, everyone's okay saying they're extroverted, but I'm, like, are you truly extroverted? Because I'm, like, most extroverts are very deep, very loyal, very, like, you know, very Hi. methodical and they you know, and everyone's like, I'm an extrovert. I'm like, No, you're just an asshole. No, you're an extro- <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, you're an introvert. Yeah. And but I'm like, it's just it's very interesting. But i wanna shut up and let you talk. But <laughs> go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I actually I I actually appreciate people when they know that you're introverted and they learn how to work with that yeah. instead of trying to yes. force their energy on you because I found out how much of a people person I really am these past two years. And the biggest thing that really spelled it out for me was, okay, we really we can't really go anywhere and I got to be in a house. I was like, wait, you mean I get to be in the house?
5: Oh, I was and, thriving.
0: Right. And I don't have to go outside. Are you <laughs> kidding?
5: Because I don't like dealing with uh, personalities that are just like, not that okay, for lack of better term, toxic. Yes, there you go. yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm with, like, I'm with to you. To not have to go home, the, not have to go to work and deal with that, and just be able to deal with it from like an eyes view on Zoom. That was great to me because yeah. that's the thing that affects me the most. It's like, all right, when when people like I, I look, everybody's entitled to be whoever in the world they feel like they want to be mm-hmm. that is that it's not on me to say that people should change the way that they act because of because of a certain population no but it's just nice to be able to work around a, a different type of personality if i make that effort every day like i'm sure most of you do with with different personalities then you know it should be reciprocated but it's not
3: Mm-hmm.
2: One, yeah, one one thing I learned because my wife is pretty in, introverted. When you're dealing with somebody like that, you never want to push an introvert through a door. You open the door and, and and invite them in, and they may go in, and they may and and they may not. But if you push, then that is only going to further withdraw them because nobody likes to be put in that scenario especially an introvert where they feel uncomfortable with the situation so i've learned not you know i've learned to not always you know say hey come on do this do that you know you know just you know bring it to them provide it to them let them let them feel themselves around and make their own decision
1: oh i'm so evil i i that's how i have friends (laughs) Because I'm I'm not going to let an introvert wait. Because the introvert will never befriend you well, if you don't stick on them. But
2: you have to pick and choose your battles, is what is what you I'm do? saying. Do
1: sometimes? Yes.
3: Also true. Oh yes. My gosh. Yes.
2: Because sometimes I'm so evil. Like you know, sometimes you know, you know, people. It depends on what you're talking Let's about. Get back
1: to the interview.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Interview. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So, so um, the one of the things that I love about this is, and you uh, you mentioned the anime Samurai Champloo so mm-hmm. that is a, a favorite like I'm just now trans I'm just now watching Cowboy Bebop I've seen Cowboy Bebop in spurts mm. This a hey, listen uh, we're watching on Adult Swim but never like caught it from the first episode watch it all the way through so Samurai Champloo was the one that I actually gravitated towards a lot because one hip hop hit and then two um, it, you know I was I was just enamored I was like oh this is dope so thinking about animal rhythmic and then like you link it with substantial. So i mm-hmm. like for both of you, what going into this and especially thinking about the music, I know for you, KD, it was, well, you would listen to Stan's music all the time. So saying when you mm-hmm. were approached about this project, what mm-hmm. was the mindset? Like, like, was it like, Hey, you know what? I really want to do something like, kind of like Samurai Champloo or, Hey, you know what? I'm a producer let me really think about this project and go for that. Mm. So did it end up being like, we're going to do jazz hop, or did you have to really think about it, and did it? how did it come together?
4: Yeah, so um, from the production side, for me, it, I wouldn't say it was so much me kind of looking at um, how things were done with um, Samurai Champloo, but more so, um, a lot of times, uh, how can I put it? I feel like when people, people who find me oftentimes find me through Nujibas. So, um, so I think, um, for a lot of people, they see him kind of as my Genesis, right? Like oh. that's how I started. Uh, when in actuality, by the time I linked with him, I was like 19 or 20, but I had been writing music like since I was 10 years old, I made my first demo when I was like 14 or 15 mm-hmm. was in talks with like, uh, made multiple major labels um before I even met Nujabes so um so i literally when i was maybe like 15 or 16 years old when i first started making beats and was heavy in the anime like i had a, a a moment watching an anime where i um, i heard a piece of music in um ghost in a shell and, and... um and then talked to my friend was like dude like we got to find a way to sample this right and like and my and to my friend that was foreign he was like wait you're going to sample music from like this cartoon. I was like, it's anime. That's another conversation. (laughs) I need your help. Right. You know, I need your help. Let's figure this out. And like, and for my friend that was foreign, cause you know, most people, we were just sampling old like jazz soul and R and B records most of the time. Um, and occasionally like classical and other like world music and, but like never something from an anime per se. Right. And so, in that moment, when I made that first beat, and then I started making uh, like experimenting with production that didn't necessarily sound like what all of my homies was doing at different times. Um, you know, i really, after talking to someone who was a bit older, they was like, "Man, this almost feels like cinematic." Um, mm. And um, and so I had the idea when I was like maybe 16 years old, before there was Samurai Champloo, before there was any of this stuff. I was like, "Man, a dream of mine someday would be able to do music for stuff like this." And there was nothing I had seen at the time that really kind of let me know that was a possible thing, but I knew I was sampling the stuff. So I'm like, if I'm making music based on this stuff at some point in time, someone's going to have this type of music in this type of stuff. So like, so when she stepped to me, like, you know, like internally, there was a lot of that, like, you know, tapping into my older, uh, like my younger self in that, in those moments. And like being like saying to myself, like, man, this IP, I really believed in what she was doing Um, and uh, like between her art, the story and stuff, when she sent me samples of everything, like I believed in it. And so, you know, I'm always thinking, of course, I, uh, you know, I consider where we are in this current moment, but I'm always thinking down the road. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and I've seen what these other shows and other uh, whether we're talking about the video game world and what they've done with music, that. and how dope the music is but how oftentimes you know the music might play a major part in the um in the uh, the, the the story and this that and the third but oftentimes the music isn't marketed a certain way to the mm-hmm. public um and so because i've worked independently and have all this experience i just really i thought early on about like, not just how I was going to create it, but how we were going to present it in a way Mm -hmm. that I feel like a lot of these other IPs, they miss out on, um, and don't really, uh, and don't really kind of make the most of the experience that the fans really, really want. Um, and so, you know, so that's why, like, you know, I talked to Katie about, um you know not only what i was going to do on my end and, and trying to have like the the, the space to kind of sonically take it a certain place i you know we were meeting up constantly i'm sharing the different things um different ideas and stuff sometimes mm-hmm. you know we're on the same page other times it's like back to the drawing board until we started to find a direction right it.
5: we learned um, from each other
4: right okay. exactly. yeah
2: and i love so, that so, i was yeah and
4: then, and, and also, like, bringing in, um, you know, when we start talking about the idea of having voice actors saying some of the stuff yeah. from, the, from the manga and being able to use that in the music before it was even, before it different. even becomes an anime. You know what I mean? Um, so just, like, so many different things that I really felt like um, set this apart from, yeah, we, it's easy to say there are things that are similar, but I think there are things that we're putting in place from the onset. That a lot of these other IPs did not consider before it even was presented to the uh, to the the public. So, so some of that is us learning from watching these other folks, um, and then some of that is like you know just just ideas that we had that really kind of make us who we are. And like I said, Mm -hmm. man, I've been it's like I've been waiting for this moment since I was fifteen or sixteen years old. So, like now that it's here, you know, um, there's a
2: synergy, man. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, because I was going to ask you from a production standpoint, because I just wrote like my first song recently and I got Mm. it and I got the inspiration from a beat that somebody had given me and was trying to write lyrics on on that. So that was going to be my Mm. question is, you know, kind of from a creative production standpoint, what like how do you put it all together in your head like and you told me that you present ideas things that you saw from anime and then sometimes you take a piece from there or it might be just something that you have in your in your in your own mind am 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 i on the right track with that
4: yeah so so Mm -hmm. a couple things will happen one of the things that um that really makes this different too is when we release it as an album i told katie early on it's like i really want to You know work with you every step of the way on this so when we dropped the album i was like how do you feel about um it not being released as like you know just substantial animal arithmetic uh, you know produced by substantial blah 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 right um like i basically say i was like yo let's put both of our names on it as artists right because mm-hmm. this music is inspired by what you created so you're the co-writer of the music mm-hmm. to a certain extent okay and then especially when we when we started to bring in the voice actors who were literally um, bringing the life her words right like um, and as you uh, as she said uh, this stuff uh, like spawned from poetry she created so now we have her actual words mm-hmm. um, being um, like incorporated into these songs and then the other thing is like, After um, reading over a lot of stuff and looking at the imagery, I would uh, make beats that I felt like kind of I would make beats that were inspired by what I was seeing and what I was reading. But then as uh, you know, I would present the stuff to her. I was like, hey, like rather than me naming these tracks, like I want you to take time to like find the ones that you feel like work come up with name like name these tracks, right? Like based on what's happening in the story and what are key moments you think these things fit. Like rather than me making those decisions, mm-hmm. like you know, this is a partnership. We're collaborating. So I'ma make it like based on this overall feeling I'm getting from the stuff. But right. I want you to decide where it goes, right? Like
5: who who's And this for? is why I love
2: Stan. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Different parts of the brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah yeah man
2: functioning as so like, one.
4: Yeah. Yeah man giving each other that space and stuff to like, and trying to make it a comfortable space. Like, you know, not, um, I think, I think the, the biggest thing that like we, you know, we would talk about like, uh, and would come back to oftentimes because a lot of times when we're doing this and because I value the collaboration so much, you know, Mm -hmm. even though like I may have been the person, uh, kind of leading the music, um, you know, there will be opportunities to bring other people in and stuff. So like, there will be moments sometimes where it's just trying to find the right folks. Like, because again, right. like we all love, like, like, for instance, there's a ridiculous amount of musicians I know who I could bring into this, right? And the same thing uh, with Katie Fox, where she's a, a fan of so many different folks. And of course, in an ideal world, we bring everyone in. But the one thing I would keep coming back to is somebody who's just like her, who has spent a lot of time in these spaces, these anime conventions. And like mm-hmm. uh, and also people who are fans of that type of content, but also are equally amazing musicians. So one of the things we would talk about over and over again is just like, yo, it's, uh, it's going to be key to bring in not just people who can play on this music or people we're fans of, but like people who are going to like kind of see the big picture. Mm, and when this exactly. comes and when this becomes a thing like because it's becoming a thing (laughs) like it's
3: already
4: a a much bigger thing and so considering like one of the things i told said early on i'm like we know some amazing producers but let's let's be ahead of the curve let's not bring in too many folks especially folks who who oftentimes sample stuff that isn't clear because the bigger this becomes that's going to be a problem yeah It's 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 part of the reason why, like Samurai Champ Chomp Lou, isn't all over your streaming networks, right? Like, so we can all stream it whenever we want. A lot of that stuff isn't clear. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's in the TV show, this, that, and the third. But like, if they're also pushing that music too heavy, no samples come back. Oh, to you're them. right. You're see right. What I'm saying? Yeah, so he's, so he's these, got a point. Yeah. So these are things that I considered when making this. I was making sure that, like, it was a combination of me sampling from things I actually had legal permission to do I got literal I have the literal receipts <laughs> right and right. Then we brought um live musicians as well to to um play on some of the stuff even when I was chopping uh, uh chopping up samples so there was just a lot man probably far more than people will ever realize in terms of like thinking about the actual creation first and foremost and then thinking down the road like how to market this and so um it's a you lot know, of different and, pieces. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these companies, because because I've had the pleasure of working with different video game IPs, like I see them miss the mark, man. Like I see them miss the mark over and over again in terms of how to present this music. And oftentimes it's just kind of presented like dressing. Right. Like here's the dressing on the side. All right. You're done with it. OK, you put it back and then we just kind of never go back to it and it's so much yeah uh on the game
5: yeah basically what i see happening now is like they're trying because they're seeing Mm -hmm. the resurgence of a whole bunch of like collectors item type stuff pop up so they're trying Mm -hmm. to push it out on on that spin but Mm -hmm. it like they're still missing the mark because you Mm -hmm. had to have kind of done it from day one in a specific way like yeah yeah, it's 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 nice when you like release this like oh i don't know 40th anniversary edition of blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but that's all you're gonna get out of it they're not even
3: yeah (laughs) like
5: you you know what i mean like that's it that's a one-time thing it just that's it
3: yeah yeah
4: for sure so we're just making sure they're out the gate like from the inception of all of this right like we're we're not waiting for, uh, waiting for Animal Arithmetic to blow up as a manga mm-hmm. to then would start taking taking other aspects of the IP serious, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. you know, we we're having real conversations and making real plans about how to properly like promote um, this. I mean, hell, man, we're already booked for our first panel for Animal Arithmetic for anim- uh, Anime NYC. So like, yep. You know, and being able to do the panel, talk about the manga and also talk about the music and all of these things before it even kind of before it's officially a classic and a thing that like uh, like a a milestone or moment that people remember. So like (laughs) putting these things in place because, listen, man, I've been in this biz over 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. So I've seen it. I've seen it happen enough to know that this is going to happen. So let's let's go ahead and prepare. Mm -hmm. and be ready, you know what I mean? As opposed to it happens and then we're scrambling trying to figure it out so we can make the most of these opportunities before we miss it. And so many of these companies miss it over and over again, man. So yeah, so there's a lot that goes into the creation, but I'm at a point that I enjoy making music, but I also, I very much enjoy figuring out like the marketing and all of this other stuff. That's what my company does um, for a lot of different creatives. So for that, for me, that's another that's another form of creativity and another thing that like I enjoy as much as I enjoy um, the, the creation process, you know, just that's figuring funny. that it's all a puzzle, you know? So
1: yeah, yeah man. I was going to say, I see it more as like, I think companies, look at it like like you said the dressing but i'm like i see the music for your product as more of the salt and you need salt in in anything like you need it in cupcakes you need it in food and too much salt you're like oh this is salty but i think y'all have the perfect amount of salt that's going to be like give everyone that energy because it's so beautiful but i had two quick questions nothing to do with this because i'm a weirdo (laughs) um so both of y'all for Katie Fox, you mentioned that you used to do slam poetry and for Substantial because I'm a weirdo and I was like researching you, you used to do battle rap. I would like to know yeah. what Katie. for Katie Fox one of your favorite um, slam poetries you did, if you did pe- uh, perform them publicly, and for um, Substantial, one of your favorite battle raps that you did um, if you mm. remember.
4: Ooh, yeah, Stan, sure. You want to go first? Oh man, listen, I, I know exactly which one. So uh, the, ch- the song... See- <laughs> On my first album uh, called Call It What You Want To, which is a long battle verse, it's just a long battle verse. It's actually um, it's actually something that I wrote because occasionally I would get in battles where it was strictly freestyle and then occasionally you get in battles where they were okay with riddance or freestyle. And so, if I ever gotten one where someone was definitely kicking a written rhyme, that that particular verse, done. that was like the end end all. I spit that verse; it's a rap, mm-hmm. <laughs> done, <laughs> a, right? A literal rap, right? Like, uh, <laughs> and so, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to my man Pack FM uh, from Q and Five Music. We got a long, a long story history. That's my brother from another mother. But one of the times we had to battle each other, uh, he kicked a, a written in that particular round. I got them to drop the beat. Uh, this was like ninety nine, maybe ninety eight, something like that. Um, and man, I got them to drop the beat. And this was before acapella battle battles were a thing. This mm. is the norm now. Mm. But that was a staple for me in the late the 90s, to early 2000s. That's literally how I would win a lot of battles. I would tell them to cut the beat.
2: Free url <laughs>
4: yeah yeah like literally you know yeah what I mean? this is no science this ain't me trying to be like yo give me my flowers like this is <laughs> what i used to do if you if you were there you were there you knew so um because my voice like my voice has been like you know what set me apart like since earlier in my career and so yeah so that's how i would get the upper hand especially if i like you know pack had a much uh lighter voice compared to mine so I knew I could get that to work in my favor, and then that particular verse, yo. Know, whenever I spit that verse, it was a rap. Like Nujabes heard that verse on the demo that I initially submitted to him, that I also had submitted to Def Jam Records because I was in talks with them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, man, that particular track, he's like, oh my god,
3: <laughs> he loves that, <laughs> that track.
4: And so, uh, so yeah, man. And then uh, Monoristic, uh, rest in peace, DJ Deckscreen. He ended up doing the beat on the album, but. That was that was the joint, like from from the days where I was really out here, out here in these in these streets, not streets, streets. Oh, yes. <laughs> you
0: know, as a side note, because um, pac FM and like Q and Five, like when I was, I forgot how I got on the Q and Five, but I'm going to attribute that to UndergroundHipHop.com,
3: uh, <laughs> which yeah, put me wow. on to
0: so many artists. But I remember getting Pack FM's album. And he had you on the song, which was one of my favorites, and I love the exchange between you and him. That was up close and personal, and it's the most it's the most hilarious song. Like literally, it is hard that I can. And now that you're um, and just telling us, giving us that little background, it makes so much more sense because it was night and day on that. But you two were playing (laughs) off so much on each other with the verses. (laughs) And, it yeah. just, and the whole entire time I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I would love to see this. Like imagine now, like skits, I would yeah. love to see that as a skit because man. the energy you two have on the song is one of my favorites. I, I kid you not. And shout out Appreciate to Pack FM Q and Five Tone Def, uh So many dope music uh, artists and music that came from Q and Five and just
3: <clears throat> woo. Appreciate like, it, man. man. Salute
4: my brothers man like those dudes i mean you know i mean i love them dudes man uh, uh was it Pat recently sent me a picture it's crazy that we're dads now right like he recently sent me a picture of his uh-huh. oldest daughter with with our boy tone deaf like literally holding the book that i wrote that came out earlier this year Uh holding the he was reading to, he was reading a book that i wrote to Pac's daughter and then Pax sent it to me and I'm just like, yo, our lives, bro. Oh. Like to think where we came from, man, and the type of dudes we were. And that particular song, like we were just always thinking outside the box, man. That song was a it was a, a love joint, right? Like it's yeah. the 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 uh the uh quintessential like girl track on the album, right? Like trying to holler, right? Um but because we were battle rappers, like how can we take this song that is about like trying to um, impress a certain young lady, and then we just turned it into some battle stuff, like, just basically dissing each other, sitting on each other, trying to... (laughs) (laughs) trying to, uh, you know, make the other one look bad uh, to the lady. So, like, yeah, man, just so many good times, man. And shout out to them dudes just for being, like, groundbreaking artists who definitely Mm -hmm. don't get the the respect. Like, Q&5, what we did with Q&5, like, Led by Tone, and the work that Pat put in shout out the session, mm-hmm. um, you know, Cunning of linguists um, and so many other dope artists that we were affiliated with, man. But like the whole, like, you know, when, when hip hop became a thing on the internet, um, you know, Q and five was, was there. Like when you look at what bootcamp click had with their chat room and how big that was at that particular time. And then what okay player became, um, mm-hmm. In those moments, like, yo, we were right there for all of that. And we were very much a part of that. We were like a few years removed from Lyricist Lounge. Like, we were there right at the tail end of that. But um, yeah, man, just big, like, yeah, that whole scene and coming up as a battle rapper during those times when battle rapping kind of moved online and people were like battling in chat rooms. <laughs>
2: you know what Yeah, I mean? listen, I
4: remember. <laughs> remember going to the uh, Styles. <laughs> he style,
2: hey do you like jay the Net, nightwing
4: Netsies, these we, this was back when it was bad to be promoting your music online you were considered a nerd you were clown for hey, that so hey, you know the first out the first through the window get the bloodiest so that's that's the mm, era we come from you know what hey, I mean? uh, Ooh, substantial
2: we, you like jay yeah. the nightwing
4: say, say again
2: jay the nightwing spoken word I, battle but, battle rapper
4: i hmm. know that name i just can't remember where i know it from
2: He's on URL, so he's a new guy on the URL. Okay. I didn't know I, if I, I didn't know if you knew the circuit like that. I was just taking a shot in the dark, <laughs> just to see if you knew. Yeah, me. man, I am
4: uh-huh. familiar with a few of the artists um, in there, man. My homeboy Cash, uh, who I shout out on if I was a mic. Um, he he's way more familiar, um, but like the dude who I always remember is, um, I think his name As. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, straight yeah, like that. He's yeah he from uh virginia like uh uh that dude i always remember because he's actually the brother of a dude i used to teach with oh he was like yo my brother nice and then i sure. saw him the url like Yo <laughs> that's they funny. look like and i was like yo that's crazy. that but, is uh, funny but anyway um, Katie, what was your, your yeah your yeah friend?
5: Oh my goodness.
4: <laughs> I don't I don't
3: have
5: an extensive history like you said. <laughs> I, you, know, but, you know,
4: I'm old. I'm a pig. Five great hands came in as I was explaining.
3: Oh Lord.
5: <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> um, let me see. I have two poems that probably drove the whole thing. Like two I can come back to. The first one was actually called Animal Arithmetic. Um, yeah. and it's actually the intro to one of the songs we got on the album mm-hmm.
3: um
5: and it, it explains the the simple equation uh so that's that's a thing that the main character always says like katie is always saying it's a simple equation and then proceeds mm-hmm. to tell you why it is not
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like
5: one of those type stuff so at that was, that was a poem called Animal Arithmetic. It's It goes, it's a simple equation you see. There is something animal scraping against a box. We put it there and sealed the box in attempt to drown out the noise that haunts us. No air, no sound. It's our mantra, but an animal has a mantra too. Whatever you contain will always find a way out. And when it does, it will scream, leaving you no choice but to listen.
2: So, Marinate on that
0: the, for a second. How listen, <laughs> listen, and you know you always got had a one person in the background.
4: Bars, right? right like <laughs> right. <laughs> the snaps, or oh, or oh, 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 you get the oh, first yes, finish. the
1: snaps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the snaps. Oh
4: gosh,
0: <laughs> I remember the first time I, I like I went to like a poetry slam, and they was like, you know, we snap, and I was like, snap hold on like i've been waiting for this moment though like because i'm like all right make sure my like do i have my snap can i always snap all right or you gotta do the thing with the hands
5: everybody looked at you like (laughs)
2: Like, right you're like wrong mode
0: (laughs) i was supposed to snap
4: and not clap i I got you okay so y'all know where that comes from though the whole uh snapping thing is it toastmasters
1: please tell me it's not toastmasters i hate and love that thing (laughs)
4: well nah. it's so basically like certain venues because Mm -hmm. they were in um these cafes and over top of these cafes were like people's actual actual residents so like so clapping and yelling would be extremely loud but snapping it wasn't as loud so it wouldn't disturb the tenants you know what i mean so a Mm. lot of the venues that like because there were venues that's to this to this day that they they literally encouraged the crowd to like Applaud or or whatever in a manner That's that true. is not as disturbing to to the residents or the tenants um, above, okay. and so um so those were like these were the those were the stories that I got from like the elders in the scene because um when I first got to NY I didn't know all of the uh, all of the battle spots or all the hip hop spots but I had a bunch mm-hmm. of homies who were poets so really like I would go to all the poetry spots right. and get on the open mic. Stand. I I
5: learned that from the New
4: yeah. mm Hmm. Yeah man. But yeah, but the snapping part. And then you ever seen the dudes who do the clap, like where they clap but then they push they push their hands out like they're trying <laughs> yes. to <do> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You got those folks too. You know what I mean? Shout yes. out to C Ray's walls. See the first one I would see doing that. Like, yo, C rays uh, <laughs> wild.
2: I'm still trying to digest I'm still trying to digest what I heard. Like I'm still I'm still trying to Put my Rubik's cube together. I haven't done it yet.
0: Listen, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking. Imagine living over top somebody, and like right below, they got a battle competition going on, and people mm-hmm. are screaming and yelling, you know. And right. you gotta hear this all night to see. I would be, I would be great. But then I would just make me want to call up like one of my MC friends, like, yo, you should get over here, go battle right by, so I can go to
3: sleep. <laughs> right. No, 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 yo, no,
4: come. Wait. Come through
0: this dude, think he's nice. <laughs> yo, look, 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 look. Side so note, we had Gaston on the show, Gaston Abate, um, a good uh, couple episodes ago. Yeah, so I remember we uh, were talking to him, and he's like, you know, New York, you know, New York, we're going to try to, we're going to be over top of everything, right? So I just imagine, <laughs> I just imagine somebody like him getting on the phone. Hey, Stan, these people think they nice.
4: All right, yo, now I what, go what? down there,
0: but <laughs>
4: I don't rap. Yo. So, so I don't know if you know, but like Gaster, like dude, he was the original intern for, for Human mm-hmm. Five Music. Yeah, he told you know us mean? we we yeah, yeah
0: we got it to you know it's funny because um I would listen to I would listen to War Report and then sometimes mm-hmm. you know I reach out to him, we got to talking and I was like yo who did your intro shout out to No, Cunning Linguist. Yeah. I was like who did yeah. your intro that's hard body like who did this like I'm looking yeah, for it man. on Spotify he yeah. was like oh my man No put that together I was like. What? So, we had yeah, this whole man. conversation like, yeah, Q and
4: 5, I was like, hey, yo. It's crazy. I knew there was a reason to like yeah. this dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Just watching, watching him blow, start, uh, like, you know, watching him with the stand-up stuff has been just amazing. And it's just like, but again, man, that's it's one of those things. So, we, we did something. There's an author right now who just uh, uh, finished pinning um, a, a book about Bust. am um, Not. Um. Pardon me. But I say Buster. About. Uh. About our brother Pumpkinhead. PH. Um. Mm. Who passed away. And Buster Rhyme does the f- uh, forward. And so. So that's coming out soon. Pre-orders are already happening. Um. It's called Rock Rock On. And oh, then he's also. Yeah, man. But he's also working on a book about Q and Five as well. Mm. Because of stuff. Because of stuff like that. Like people don't understand. Like how. Like how much of a role like that Q & 5 played in underground hip-hop like early on and how many mm. things that we did I mean to the point man there was a uh, college course that literally when it, t- it talked about like um, the music industry and the internet and the hip-hop in particular and one of the songs that people like one of the songs that they made them study in that course was a song done by Pack and Tone about Napster when Napster first became a thing because Again, Mm. dudes, we're so ahead because literally what Q and five meant was to be five steps ahead. Right. Mm. Quintessential, quintessential nickelism is what it will break down into, which meant to be five steps ahead. Mm. And so the disadvantage that people don't often talk about when you're a thought leader, when you're when you're people who oftentimes are thinking ahead of the curve and thinking all of this stuff, you'll do something. And at that time, there's not enough people present. Mm-hmm. to really care, <laughs> right? Or yes. to make enough noise. So so the world doesn't realize that so many of these things that are happening are literally connected to things that right. you did. Because a good amount of us went on the consult. My man Mecca, when you look on Busta Rhymes' page and he's in the studio, mm-hmm. you see Mecca, like Mecca from Q&5 Music is in almost every other one of these videos. Like with Busta mm-hmm. and all of that, Like he co a and Busta Rhymes' last album. This dude's on the E-Fam album. He's, like, on our stuff. Like, he was a part of q and you know what I mean? And so all of us have played, like, these major roles, like, behind the scenes and helped so many influential people or inspired so many of these folks who ultimately went on to do these things. And, you know, we're just kind of like an asterisk, no pun intended, because that was what the <laughs> q and mixtapes were called. But that's, that, like, you know... It, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that at this point I still get to, to, you know, still get to make the music I love. I get to meet people like KD and do amazing work and all of this stuff 20 plus years after the fact. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's dope yeah. to still be around. It's you all mean, connected.
1: The old guy's guy still out here. <laughs> I got two more questions, um, but one of them I want to loop back to Buster Rhymes because you mentioned him three times. And on your, and don't worry, Katie, I got a, I got two questions for you, and i promise I'm one. If I don't get it, oh, don't worry. It. I'm having a ball listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so you mentioned Buster Rhymes twice, and then on the Your Soul Shall Network, you had like, you did some music and then you did some interviews, and you mentioned ageism and rap, talking about Buster Rhymes' last album might be his best album. Album. So recently mm. on the po- on the podcast, we talked about ageism and lingo because Vibe does not mm. like using the word bro. So yeah, mm. yeah,
2: yeah. Huh. Because it just—I don't know what it is. Like every time, like it just—it's—it sticks out. Like it irritates me.
1: So I just mm. wanted to know your thoughts and opinions on ageism and using lingo for yourself in general. I just want huh. to hear that.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, man, words, you know, uh, it's funny, like, you know, the, the the old line that everyone has said at some point in time, regardless of how corny it sounds, is sticks and stones may work well, like, well, words will never hurt me, right? Mm-hmm. And, but the words got power, words got mm-hmm. power. And so, uh, I mean, hell, man, you know, I'm, I'm a writer, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, for me, um, certain slang, you know, and certain things that we, like, for example, if I call you sis, if I call you sis, like when me and Katie... We were just talking
3: about across, that. Go ahead.
4: Like hey. when I call when I call her sis, like I view her like a little sister. You see what I'm saying? Like she a grown woman, but you know, because, you know, I'm older, I view her like my little sister, you know, A right. little right. sister I never had. That is so, funny. So like, so I refer to her as sis. So there's real meaning behind me saying that. But if you so, were to like, call any, somebody so sis, anyone, yeah. yeah. Call so, somebody else
5: okay, that you don't have that.
4: So like literally man when I get hit up and people people reach out to me and as I go to reply to them like when I don't know them it's usually just peace like with no with no like bro fam son, right. blah 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 oh, nothing oh, okay. it's just peace cuz I don't know you right, right. right? Mm-hmm. but then if it's but then if it's the homie someone I got like history with blah 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 it's usually bro right mm-hmm. um and then like if they somebody I got uh like history with but we ain't as tight but they still like they close enough to the inner circle it's fam you know what i mean and so so there there's levels there's levels right okay and, um i mean man listen you know and this is going to sound uh, yeah, like, I'm going to stop right there because sometimes I'll say too much. So I'm going to stop. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if I say something, yeah, y'all going to have a whole episode about what I said. Oh, <laughs>
5: Lord, oh, You know oh, what? He knows, you know it, what? He knows I'll, us I'll too well. I'll piggyback off of that. I'll <laughs> off of that, though. Okay. But I, like, just like Stan, but in, in my case, I use spam across the board because, mm-hmm. you know, just just cause, um, because, um... You because you're call? from New York. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm from New York. You right. <laughs> not wrong. Fam. Yeah, I just use fam. <laughs> um right. uh, no, but also I have friends who also have they go by different pronouns. So yeah. fam is all across the board. That's an all, all right. inclusive Safe. term that you could call. Right. Yeah. You that. Uh yeah.
0: So, so good. I, bro. I just got into the habit
5: of doing that. Yeah. But I don't know about <laughs> bro though.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless and, unless and you and close. Then, and then Pete, like I don't like and then if you older than me, I don't call you like if we are like if you're older than me, and then I don't know you, right? Like I will call I will call elders who I respect, like who um, who are men that much not that much older than me, right? Like I'll refer to them as brother. You know what I mean? Like on some like you know, uh, it, it's wild. Like I don't I like I never call them bro. Like it like there's some other brothers who I know unless you're older than me and we're connected, then I'll call you bro. But like but if it's a person I don't know that well, but there's someone I respect in the community and stuff like that. I was like, brother, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you what you do. Blah blah blah. I'll address yeah. them like that. You yeah, know right. what I mean? They don't get they don't get the short bro. But bro feels bro feels a bit personal. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, brother's okay, like, right.
2: All right, do. that makes me feel better.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I just know they're from a I know they're from a certain era where like brother was the common uh term used among certain people in that particular community. Cause I also cause where you are plays a where you are Right. Like uh, the different language that we use. Yeah. Means different things in different spaces. Like, yo, in the DMV, this was the thing I was about to say that I wasn't. But I'm hey, if I could be here. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my bad. I don't know if we can curse or not, but my yeah, bad. Yeah, you can we um, curse on the
0: show all the time. Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right. Cool. Cool. So, like, the thing I was about to say, right, like when I first moved back to the DMV, when I left the DMV, um, the common slang that we used was Joe. Right. Like everybody was Joe, like average Joe. Right. What up, Joe? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, but when I moved back um, in like 2007, it switched from Joe to Mo. Everybody was Mo. And like <laughs> when I first got back, a couple of the homies, they would say it. And they were um, like, people would hear me say Joe. I'm like, man, nobody say that no more. And it was <laughs> like, You know, people say. And, it, and someone was like, yo, people say Mo. And it took me a oh. minute because there was a brief moment. There was a brief moment. Right. Where Mo, when I was in New York. I would hear some dudes call people, um, call people Mo, but it was short for homo. And so was. I was like, yeah, oh, wow. I was about
5: to say, like, don't play that mm. in
4: New York. Right. Uh, yeah. so, Let's just not go and there.
3: Living, <laughs> <You know?
4: laughs> and I've been living in New York for 10 years. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not throwing that out there to certain people, because if I get too comfortable saying that and then I talk to folks over here and I'm calling them Mo, it's going to be a whole thing it's going yep. to be very dice
2: roll so,
4: <laughs> so again so again like understanding the power of words based on setting yes and who you're interacting with. there's so many intricacies man like you know i mean listen writers in general do not get enough credit because yo like you you That's got you gotta you gotta know your audience in some cases then you got to mm-hmm. think about The fact that, like, this is going to reach more, potentially reach more than your audience. And then you might be making something that's very intimate, that's only really speaking to certain people. But then you got to consider, you still got to consider. You still got to consider
3: everybody else, too.
4: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so and then you got to understand, like, at this particular moment, these words might not be a big deal. But like decades from now, like, man, this stuff. That's on my first album that I would absolutely never say in my music nowadays. Right. And it's not and it's not so much that um, like it's you got to understand the context of the time that you were in. Right. Right. Because there were certain things that were just I was saying it just to to offend the person who the thing was directed at. I didn't necessarily have a problem with a whole group of people. But nowadays it will be taken as oh right. I got a problem with the every, whole group. every right. yeah, yeah. everything
5: is personalized now. People yeah. take it, things personally yeah, yeah. very right. easily now. Yeah. Right? They and, run and with it. Like,
4: yeah, man, for sure. Like that's I mean, I don't say the N word in my music no more. I mean, listen. Trust you, you'll be a couple of N-words just hanging out with me, though. Like, right, you know? I right. mean... But, but but in my music, you know what I mean? In my music, I stop because a good amount of my audience, depending on what country I go, they, mm. they don't look like me. And they ain't from the same background. Right. As so And they I don't make feel comfortable them rapping those words with me because it's like you ain't lived right. through my experience or the experience of my community. Therefore, mm. it's not okay for you to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like... Right. And there are people who will who will challenge that this that in the third, but like I feel like they're reaching because because listen, you do it, we all do it. You will sit up there and talk shit about a family member all day, but if someone who ain't a part of that family come along and say the same shit, you right. got a problem. Ooh, right? Then you got a problem. You got yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what you not
1: about to do? Right? <laughs> right. It's right. not even and words. It's called a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Right. They, they, they in more hand. ways than one. <laughs> yeah. right.
3: What's
5: yeah,
0: up, don't, Nick? You, you don't even get the pause you don't even get right? that just nope
4: yeah mm-hmm. so so every community has that particular thing so i mean there's a lot of different things that kind of oh. led me to being more conscious of the words that i use in my music and what subject matter i'll deal with what i want um you know and i mean a big part of that was putting the album out through a japanese label and then them doing spell check on my lyrics which literally changing the spelling of particular words changes the meaning, mm. right? Like, yeah. so, so they spell check the joint, and this was back when I used to say the N-word a lot in my rhymes, and so it changed it to the proper spelling Ooh. of the word, and that was, and literally, for years, you find an old copy of any of my stuff, that's how it's spelled in the joint. And Ooh. so, and when, and because they themselves weren't, like, you know, from where I was from, when I'm out there touring the record, because when Nujibus was touring, he, like, he might be, didn't play my songs, but he's not the one who said it. So he didn't have to deal with right. the consequences of that mistake. Like when I was out in the world, I literally every city I stepped foot in and I was selling the record. I had to address it everywhere I went. So like, yeah, man, words, dude. Like, <laughs> I Did it autocorrect
2: me, I, you, to Niger?
4: No Because yeah, it, it was too, It was two It was two G's So it was It was okay. Nigger Nigger hard R oh, Okay hard R. <laughs>
2: Yeah that That's what I was going <laughs> to say And good. on top of all that You got delivery On top of that too Because yeah. your delivery Can sink you Just as much as what you said You know Depending sure, on how you say
4: things Absolutely Tone Yeah tone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tone man There's So many
5: factors That go into it,
4: it is, It's a mm-hmm. lot it, It's a, it's it's a, a lot bro It's a lot Man S- salute to anyone brave enough, anyone brave enough to write down a thought and put it into the world to be thanks. scrutinized by the world mm, and, and, and and salute to anyone bold enough just to speak on yeah. on
1: thanks. any of
4: stage because, yo, like, I, I think especially it was hard before, but in this day and age and climate we're in, look, man, it, it's harder than it's ever been.
2: Everybody and, ready to cancel you. Yeah. Man, that's why
5: yo, that's right? that's what it is it's that cancel culture
2: going around can't stand yeah. it and
4: look and man and look and i'm not and i'm not one that you know that's out here like yo it's a problem blah 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 because it always existed right, right? it's just yeah. it's just amplified right now yeah and yeah. the biggest issue i have is i just feel like and i'm gonna I'm be extremely frank i just feel like if you're if you're out here and you're existing under a private account and there is no content that you put out in the world that really kind of lets anyone know who you really are, right? You those people I feel like have they don't get the right to say shit.
3: Well, like, thank you. Thank I you for letting me know I, that. I,
4: this this but world where everybody feels like their opinion matters is not the third. If you are hiding, right? And you basically are trying to avoid the consequences of saying anything publicly by hiding behind these accounts, I feel like these folks are disqualified. Out the mm. gate, like mm. you know, what I mean, I, I had to check someone recently who tried to come for me when uh, at the height of um, all of the um, all of the stuff that was happening last year, and they tried to come for me, and I was like, "Fam, there's like over 20 years of history you can find about the work I've been doing, not just the music, but the work I've been doing in my community all mm-hmm. the time. Like anything you want to know, you can find it. You can see what type of family man I am. You can see the mistakes I made. Mean, you can find all that shit online." Right, you on the other hand ain't shit on you, so you don't get to tell me. You don't get to tell me say anything out your Heck. fight, out your face about what type of person I am when you're not even real.
2: He's talking you're about accountability.
4: Yeah. yeah, bro. That's like, what it is. Because the thing is, it's like yo, you trying to? Because there's no evidence that all of this righteous shit you're talking that you live it. But like, you but know? there's plenty of evidence of me. There's plenty of evidence for me. Not, and I ain't talking about albums. I'm talking about works I've done in in a variety of uh, schools, thousands of kids. He's literally
5: talking about him being a daggone person. Right? right. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah, for real.
4: So, so, so come at me, bro. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, so that's the so that's the that's the biggest thing I think. Like right now in this time that we're in, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to criticize whoever, but nobody. No one is excluded from criticism. And if you come in for somebody, exactly. you, come in, you come in for somebody. Hey, man, we, we need to know everything about you.
3: Yeah, because, right.
4: Because you might have a point. But if you are here doing the same bullshit, but you're doing it and hiding behind a private account, then we can't call it bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Judge so, not. Well, <laughs> you,
3: don't,
4: you don't get to make a point for the sake of making a point without being scrutinized, scrutinized as well. Like, exactly. know, that's not that's not how real relationships work. You know what I mean? Like your wife tried to call you on some shit, but then she she been slipping on the same shit all week. You know, be like, hey, but you ain't blah 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 blah. And she's like, damn, you right? It
0: Post works both ways. Judgment works both ways. It, that that's, yeah, that's, no, how that's how it goes. That's how it goes.
4: We all got room for improvement. <laughs> you know, Everybody.
0: like I told, Everybody. I like I I think we the past couple episodes we we we've, th- we've literally put the word out there accountability because mm-hmm. uh, I won't I won't throw I won't throw the gentleman under the bus it's but okay when he got not you oh sorry but we were talking about <laughs> when Nori got like on uh, drink champs he got drunk mm-hmm. and he used the word flunkies <laughs> right Right. That, that offended talking me. About,
4: listen, talking about the wrong crew of people. Right. The words like Ooh, that, right. They like, ain't nothing to I, fuck I, with. I, I literally. Like, some Consequences are real. Listen, I, consequences are real.
0: listen I, I, I love Nori. I do. I sat there like, Nori, why are we doing this on a Monday, sir? Why are we doing this on a Monday? <laughs> I didn't open up Twitter to see this because Hip Hop DX had the article. And I said, what? And I had to read that twice. So then I clicked on nice. it. And then when people will say, Yeah, y'all should get drunk on your podcast. No, no, that 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 because of the no. Look, <laughs> I got that? a
1: job that I love that y'all know about that if I will I will no. burn this to the F to keep that job.
0: <laughs> listen, right. listen, I'm I'm one of those people that I'm like, don't say it if you're not willing to back it up. Rob and, Oh but, gosh what? We ain't throwing shots Oh no Oh no but, Oh like, no but, I
2: always No excuse me I always cash oh, my, my checks Okay gosh. Every single one And if <laughs> <You> it bounces <laughs> Then I own up to it And you say do. look yeah, My yeah, bad we, I we, went
1: too far no, I okay? apologize I was wrong that And was, just to I let you know, know Substantial that. is definitely A Capricorn with some type Of Mercury moon or rising Probably Gemini uh,
4: it's Or right? Libra I, I I am a Capricorn, so listen. How hey, you, know, you got
0: hard this? For, she got this like, this is like, three for three? Four for four?
2: Yeah. Zodiac Master. Yeah.
3: Hey, I was going
4: to recommend a book uh, before to the brother who said that he wasn't too familiar with it, but a really dope joint to check out. There's a joint called The Power of Birthday Stars, and Numbers. Yeah. Um, okay. and, and, and it okay. literally, what it doesn't just do, it doesn't just generalize based on Um, your sign, Mm -hmm. it actually breaks down the specific day you were born Mm -hmm. on. And and it's crazy when people do that because, dude, when I met other people, because I know there's like three people on my phone, two people on my phone right now that we all share the same birthday. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Like, you know, like what that book says about us and what I know about these dudes and myself. And I was just, yeah, it's frightening how on point that book <laughs> right. is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the closest to got, the day, yeah. But I got it because someone read me up and down. They met me. I, I presented at this thing that came up afterwards and was like, man, what's your birthday? Because you remind me of a particular actor I know. I said my birthday. He was like, man, look, he's like, look it up right now and check this uh, and tell me what that guy's birthday is right because he told me who the person was and then when uh, when i looked it up they had the same birthday as me and i was just like (laughs) that is scary (laughs) that is scary and um but it it really goes in deep like gives you a couple pages breaking down like breaking down this uh the characteristics Uh, i mean the joint said that i was either going people on my uh with my sign a lot of times work in um it says like entertainment or uh like not social work or something similar something along those lines Mm -hmm. and the fact that i've worked as a musician and working education, hey bro, it was really really scary. And then like everyone that I knew, the other Dougie Doug was the actor they were referring to. He's an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And then the other dude I know, he he works on the behind the scenes thing in entertainment. And then the other dude I know is a film director working in entertainment. It was just yeah. And then what, you know you got what's Dick it called Stan, again? Katie Kurt, All these people. January 70. Uh, it's called the Power of Birthday Stars and Numbers.
2: Okay, I have it's that been, book. Yeah, okay. it's been
4: out since ninety eight.
2: Okay yeah I'll, I'll have to look into that cuz I've seen things that break it all the way down to like the exact like minute of the mm-hmm. hour too because there's yep. so many nuances yeah. between yeah. that that you can break down it's crazy
1: yeah. it's and
2: crazy yeah.
1: a lot of yeah. capricorns are entertainers are in education a lot of virgos are entertainers or they're mm-hmm. into... Um, Actually, art. artists. Art, yeah, like art, like mm-hmm. A lot artists. of Virgos
5: are artists yeah. or they're teachers because yeah. of
1: organization. Right. But then the thing about it is it's always... So what happens is a lot of people love to say, oh, this is my sun sign. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But it's your rising and your moon that co- conflicts mm-hmm. people. So that's why I was like, yeah, he's definitely a Capricorn because he's hardworking and this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I was like, I can't figure out his, his rising sign. I said, it's either air... Which would be Gemini or Libra, but Mm -hmm. and but that's either. And then with Katie, I was like, well, she's definitely very organized. She had this thought since her undergrad career. She had a plan. She was like, and it was been ticking at it very slowly, being methodical about it, finding the right people to put in place. Yeah.
3: And I was like, with Mm -hmm. that, I
1: said, that's total Virgo energy. But I'm like, there is something else underlying there because she has Mm -hmm. a warmth about her, but also Mm -hmm. she's very much like, nah, fuck. fool me once shame on me fool me twice i'm taking your head off and we ain't talking about this again <laughs> and i'm like much. that's like <laughs> again gemini ish or and know uh, two mercuries that come together usually make big things happen
2: or maybe she's like a double wow. like a double sign
1: well no because will's a double sign and that defeat that defeats him more than he realizes and he has to overcome twice as hard
2: i see I guess I'm just going to have to do more school work uh, no, you know, no 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 I, I didn't do my homework what was the other question you had because oh. you wanted to ask some, something else
1: oh because they both have done children's books I think well no so Katie has done an uh a, a intro, a intro book with Robert I can't remember the man's name that was a children's oh, book Oh,
5: Robert Rapino? yeah
1: and then um, substantial you did a book that sounded like it was like an ode to your daughter she sees
4: yes yeah, it's, uh it's dedicated to my two daughters um it's based on a song i wrote uh called uh, in my daughter's uh, eyes yeah.
1: uh, sorry
4: <laughs> it's all good
2: so, so kd did you want to elaborate on the book or
1: wasn't sure if you wanted me to but if you ask
3: i will <laughs>
5: um robert rapino actually they he sought me out i don't know i guess he saw my work at a convention and said that it would be perfect for his story. The D-Arc series is what he wrote. So it's like a, I think it's a four-part series now where he actually talks about uh, a world where there's a like a humanoid animal uprising. <laughs> it, it's kind of like Animal Farm to the extreme. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a very, I like dystopian literature. Like n- most people are like fascinated by it, but like not for the reasons that, that uh I am. I'm just fascinated with like different behaviors of people, and when you throw animals into it, it just intrigues me even more. Don't ask why I' always been like this since I was a kid. I don't know. But when he <laughs> found me for that, I was really excited because it was like right up both of our alleys, like the type of the type of writing that he does and the type of artwork that I made. So I actually made promotional work for him so there was a book cover and um a poster for a contest that he put out to actually have someone's pet be a character in the next book that was coming out that was a really fun um yeah that was a really fun gig honestly and we still talk too i think he might be planning something else but yeah that that was that (laughs)
0: let's see katie I, i got a question for you now um and because I've never seen it, but it's, it's, it's literally something I've been wanting to add on the queue. So, hmm. are you a fan of B stars at all?
3: Ah, everyone
5: asks me that. You know, I I like the whole idea of, of Beastars challenging the concept of predator and prey
3: hmm.
5: in in a society. Um, I think B stars does better than Zootopia. Mm. In trying oh. to tell the narrative that it's trying to tell, because Zootopia tried and failed miserably mm. to put a um, an allegory for racism in there because they really couldn't talk about it, yeah, mm.
3: uh,
5: for for reasons I can't say,
3: uh-huh. court reasons. Mm. Um, mm.
5: yes, but um, B stars is B stars is really cool actually in in the way that it tackles like. Uh, um, like just friendships between uh two different sides of society where they both feel like, why is this even here? I like stories that question societal constructs. It's just like, all right, why why is this in place? Like we, we all know that it keeps an order, but is there a different way that you can keep the order where mm. it's a little bit more fair? Like, what is fair? I I'm look. I'm the type of person that went into undergrad college where everybody hated taking philosophy because it just asked you questions in circles and I loved it.
1: Oh my god I loved philosophy. I thought philosophy like they always was trying to get me to get introduction to logic. I'm like but humans are illogical. Why are you trying to make me use a logic formula and also science is illogical so this doesn't make no logical sense but philosophy <laughs> I like digging deeper and actually asking those questions and understanding yeah. like different and thought And not processes. a lot of
5: people do because yeah, yeah. they That's would right. rather opt for the structure. You see what I mean? Yeah. Without a structure there's no safety net for you to to bounce on and and say like okay this is solidified i don't have to go deeper or think about this any further than i have to because there's the structure set in place but when you have this type of mindset then it's it's really it's a it, it's a lot mm. it's heavy it's not for everybody
0: yeah. it's liberating I had, that's to me but it is
5: liberating yes. Yes.
0: yes i had a teacher i had to i took a philosophy class <laughs> and when it came to when it came to quizzes, like in the tests, that wasn't happening. But on our final, what we had to do was sit down with the professor, and we had to have a conversation. To this day, I'm not exactly sure how the hell I passed this class, but I had to. He was just like, "Okay," he's like, "So talk to me," and then I was like, "All right." So I came up with a scenario about a beach, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, this dude, he's on a beach," and he was like, "Okay." he's like so what is he doing on the beach well you know he's the only one there and so we're going like back and forth and he's really getting into this and i'm sitting there like on autopilot like dude i'm just trying to come up with some shit <laughs> that's a good improv moment pass this <laughs> so i can at least walk out of this class with a d and i remember the whole entire time he's like this this is enlightening and he's like yeah you know what you pass and i'm like looking at him like The fuck just happened (laughs) here? Like, and then I go home and I explain to my pops and I was like, so I was having this conversation. Guy on the beach. He's like, why do I feel like you're about to tell me some bullshit? I'm like as it is.
3: It's not. Nice. <laughs> I mean, but, but
1: then the weird part about no, it, but, I thought about it yo, later. See, right? Like That was like, I was man, like, right, I was like holy fuck, mess with you, right?
0: Perspective. I was, right? I'm sitting there like the whole fuck. Wait, what if I was to do on the beach and all I wanted to do was be out this class and just have my moments of peace? Whole <laughs> fuck. It was like the weed hit <laughs> without me smoking. Like, Yeah, that was an academic... <laughs> like, that was a class freestyle is what you did. I do that a lot through life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, when you want to be the person... Like, I'm the guy you put in the room. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm going to figure it out and make it up as I'm going.
5: <laughs> I had a similar test mm. like that too for, for my philosophy class, except we actually had to like come up with a scenario and write it down and then recite it. So... I was just thinking about circles that day. So literally in my final, I was like, you ever wondered how the circle is such a flawless shape? Like, not only is the planet that we live on on a circle, everything that we do is cyclical. If we have a piece of paper that we don't like what we wrote on it, we ball it up in a circle, like all of that, like literally just going Mm, off mm. the bar with circles. (laughs) And Mm. he was like, this is the best thing I've ever read. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, 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 it 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 get you.
2: You it can it follow get up you. into a circle, and then the circle details, is complete. Details. And then you gotta look on the inner. Are we in the inner circle? Are we in it or out of it?
3: Right. Right. No. What does that like mean? That.
2: Like, <laughs> hmm. See. <laughs> but look, we'll
3: want
1: to
0: always, always. We'll want to hold y'all up, but just wanted to thank you for coming through talking with us about animal rhythmic we're very excited about the the kickstarter and also um once we start recording for real like i i got no problem going through the rolodex for y'all if y'all don't have because i i really want to see this get turned to anime i want everything awesome to happen for you uh with this project because i love what y'all are doing like i'm super excited to get my hands on this manga this the the art book and probably the T-shirt and everything else that I'm going to pile on because I'm like these add-ons. <laughs> Every time I look, these add-ons. Stan, you got me and with the time. USB. What? I was like, I'm really stressed. I really sat there. Like, right? I said there like, that. oh, he gonna do this to me? I'm really. Yep. He know I'm gonna get that. <laughs>
3: that's that's what
2: I wanted to know is what are the limits like? Like like, where is the bar? Are, are there any barriers to this project? Like, is it like? Uh, I guess it's like a limitless. You know what I mean? just like it just keeps it just keeps moving you know listen
0: fund it in one hour
5: (laughs) it's a it's a mess around and find
1: out right Right. yeah yeah
3: yeah
0: it It, it it definitely it definitely is because listen all right so for folks that are hearing all this and this is first time you're hearing about the kickstarter there's going to be a link in the description of this show which is actually going to go up today uh because you know not me interviews sometimes we save for the end of the week this is actually going up today sweet um but there is a ton of add-ons so listen you uh there's a small merch bundle you got the beast of burden physical manga which i had to have physical i was like there ain't no way in the world i'm not gonna have a physical copy of this that, that's crazy also the vinyl uh not to <coughs> mention uh, look, a lanyards, t-shirts. There's so much that is getting unlocked. So definitely support this. It is a really awesome project from two very dope creators. Uh, and I, I believe is New York Comic Con on your schedule? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all have it on the schedule. So for those of folks that are hearing this and you're going to be in New York Comic Con, make sure you go ahead. Holla Katie, holla substantial. Go to the panel that's going to be from October. It's October 12th. It's uh panel room B7. Is that what that is? I might be wrong. It's either B7
1: or B17. But
5: all right, B17, you'll find me in the artist alley at B17. So I'll be at New York Comic Con and I'll be repping animal arithmetic. So if you want to find out more about it, definitely come through to the artist alley at New York Comic Con. I believe it starts on the 7th. Um, and for anime nyc that's november 19th both both stan and i will be at anime nyc and we're we have we're still waiting on the like the time and the specific date for the animal arithmetic panel but stan and his wife shell also have another panel at anime nyc as well so definitely Mm -hmm. look
2: out for that make sure you get there early too once you find out Yes. listen
1: Absolutely. you heard this
0: podcast so you ain't got no excuse no excuse <laughs> i want right. to know what
1: stan and his wife's panel yeah. is going to be about if he doesn't mind talking about it if he can't talk oh, about man. it oh man,
4: don't mind please. at all Cle- clearly i don't mind talking. um <laughs> please <laughs> so my wife and i uh, have a business called substantial art and music uh where we consult like uh creative entrepreneurs right like um you know both visual artists musicians and uh, small business owners. So the panel is basically gonna just uh, talk about uh, different forms of passive income for creatives, Uh, just letting them know what exists out there, different ways they can kind of apply it to their business, try to give them some of the stuff will be things that of course, uh, you know, they may have heard about before. Um, It'll just be a little bit more detail about that and other things that maybe they never considered, you know, Um, because that's one of the easiest ways for the people who are looking to transition from um, you know working for someone else to working for themselves, mm-hmm. uh, branching out and being able to set up various forms of passive income, uh, and you know understanding that sometimes the, the focus will shift a bit, where one will be like the leading thing potentially one year, and then the next year it could be something else. Right. But you want to pl- you want to plant all of these seeds early on, and um and look forward to that harvest coming. You know what I mean? So you know we're just out here trying to. Uh, you know, give people some game that we've been able to apply over the years and stuff. Because both my wife and I are um, creatives. My wife um, was a fashion design major at, I'm at uh, Pratt Institute, and I was graphic design. Um, And she also, um, she's currently making a transition into working in the film industry um, as well. And then both uh, of us have, well, her in particular, she has a lot of experience with arts administration um helping people with getting grants and things of that nature um when she did it for Arts Fairfax in Virginia. So yeah man, we out here doing our power couple thing, man, you know, mm-hmm. doing the Voltron uh, thing. I,
2: I finally figured out something. Cause I've been mm. I've I've been trying to really understand the project more and more and I couldn't think of what to of what to make it similar to, but then I figured it out. Mm. You, the both of you mm-hmm. are The twenty first century version to me of J.R.R. Tolkien.
1: No, no, no,
2: no, no. Wait, let me let me finish. (laughs) Wait,
5: wait, wait, I want to hear the reason. (laughs) Because,
3: because, I'm I'm, I'm interested. Because,
2: because because what Tolkien did was he created a universe. They are creating Mm. a universe. It is it, and Mm. and within that universe is a lot of like she said. It starts simple but then it gets complex the more you read it because there's so huh. there's so much there to explore and there's so many avenues it's stretched out and just like lord of the rings there's other books there's other music there's no you know what i mean like you find it everywhere it's its own conscious br- breathing thing like an animal kind of so <laughs> to me that is what this is like this is the start of 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 a new Creation, kind of like Lord of the Rings, where it where it you can't just call it one like it's so many different things. I get it. You understand I what I'm saying?
1: It, I get it, and I respect it. I just don't because J.R.R. Tolkien used a lot of allegory, of Catholicism, and actually like other things. And she's bringing people together. To like, look, look at the difference. Okay, I would say maybe more but like the I,
2: mode. I'm talking the mode. The mode. Mo- the mode. Okay. Right. Right. Not the. Not the. <laughs> <laughs> not where she's pulling it from i'm saying that mode of
1: having a thought an idea what? and then expanding it i i see what yeah. you're saying i just don't like Jar talking okay oh, i'm horrible okay. Okay. okay all, all right. right well That's i hope lesson.
2: i didn't i hope i didn't offend you you didn't, didn't like
5: no, 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 basically what to- you said is that we're we're um two pioneers of a of a network A whole network, a living, breathing, different type of network. And in that Mm -hmm. case, I absolutely agree with you. What do you think, Sam?
4: Yeah. I I mean, listen, man, uh, lots of great people have said it time and time again. You take the one thing, right? Um, And this is just from the business side, right? All the creative stuff aside. You take the one thing and after you create it, you find seven different ways to expound on it, right? Like to Mm -hmm. to monetize it, do all of these different things. And so and for every it, I mean, like, you know, we we have these powwows to talk about, like, what are some other things that we could add to this Kickstarter? What are some other things that we could do with this IP down the road? Right. Like the possibilities are endless. Right. And I yeah. Think there's a lot like we don't necessarily have conversations that end with uh, we're not going to be able to do this. We it, it ends basically a lot of times or it gets. You know, it got it gets put on pause for a minute until we figure out how we can do it. But we understand nice. that everything we come up with is possible. Yes and it's really just it's uh putting the right strategy in nice. place. It's
5: just a matter of but, how do we get there.
4: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm so for
2: excited. Sure. I am so this this has been this has been such a pleasure. Like hearing all but like I just love creativity as an artist myself. And it's like wow. It's like I just got hit with a drug. I'm sorry,
3: you know.
0: <laughs> Listen, that, and that no, anime, we appreciate it, man. The <laughs> yeah, anime fan other. in me and the music fan in me was just like all on board with this because I'm like, hold up, like what are we doing? You need money? Okay, let's go. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, funding this. Definitely that funding was the this. The whole
5: point when, when, um, when we came up with this, we were putting it together. The whole point was to hit on all the different cylinders that we know.
4: Yeah, Like, yeah. just,
5: like all of them so yeah like, for sure and then like something important that i really wanted uh this project to be about was um there was at one point where i actually had i was blessed to have a conversation with steve conti um and if you know him he's done some of the work um the some of the songs like call me from cowboy bebop
3: mm-hmm. um,
5: and he was talking to me um while i was mentoring his son because uh, his son wants to learn how to draw different types of anime styles as well. And while his son and I were practicing, he was in the background telling me, like, oh, like, ask me about the project. And then he said, you know, this is how Cowboy Bebop started. It didn't start right away off of the style, like, the art style it started off of the music. We built a whole mm-hmm. world off the music a lot. And then mm-hmm. he was like, a lot of successful projects. That's he's like one of the reasons why Wantanabe is so good at what he does is because he starts with the music so the music actually lays the groundwork for how the rest of the project is going to go especially mm-hmm. for wantanabe's uh, ideas and I'm a huge fan of Wantanabe, is his writing and and his artistry so yeah. I took that key and I was like all right if that's the case then I didn't I couldn't have picked a better person to work on the music for this. <laughs>
3: Mm.
0: appreciate it yo. i'm telling you this is this is beautiful that's why I, I was like i gotta i gotta support this i have to support this
2: i'm so glad i'm I'm so glad you introduced me to this because like i'm just I'm, I'm i'm sorry i'm just still it just excited like the more i hear the more it's like i'm like a little kid that wants to get to dessert <laughs> like like, this is the dessert. Like, come on, let's get to the good stuff. But I got to wait. We all are. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I want to see, like, the anime series. Like, I want to be able to binge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want right. to binge watch Me the too. anime. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Listen, I'm over yeah. here patient because I put my money in. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was double checking. I was like, all right, when it's supposed to come out the account, okay, I'm going to have that. That's, that's, that's what's up that's what's up and then in the same breath uh, just this week uh, um, Right Stuff has shared that their studio is working on dub dubbing Dirty Pear so <laughs> well, anime is definitely just, just it's just getting my money but this project right there right here this is the one that's near dear to the heart because I just want to see it happen it's beautiful and I can't wait until we're like have you back on the show to be like yeah so now we're talking about the Netflix series
2: <laughs> yeah yeah damn
0: yeah it's yeah. gonna God. happen
5: we're already please producing for please manifest that him. energy please um, that it. Energy. we
3: spoke it into I'm existence gonna do it. Uh,
4: yeah we, we just spoke it, <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> listen get that like like y'all was we was talking you get that trailer going mm-hmm. matter, matter of fact just this um, just this alone because one of the biggest things and just to kind of leave folks with everything somebody's always watching and that's Mm -hmm. the one thing just talking with y'all just how things came about somebody's always watching the moves that you're making and they're enjoying it and they're watching it from a distance and then when time and just everything seems to align that's when folks just appear out the blue like hey we see you doing this thing. Netflix is loving to snatch up a uh, series right now, especially anything that they can say that is a Netflix original. drives me nuts when I see Baki like they like Netflix original. I'm like, oh, okay. But at the same
3: <laughs> but at the
0: same time it's like, yeah, well who else is bringing it to you, you know? Um, right. so I look forward to seeing animal arrhythmic become something that's on netflix amazon if you want to get in that bag bezos because you you want your show bezos wants his bezos wants his 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 show that is going to drive folks and like even though over the i've noticed over the past two years netflix uh, uh, amazon has gotten a few things like on prime video um, they've mm-hmm. got they some have. they got some dope anime. I keep telling people to watch Vinland he, Saga.
5: Everybody thinks I'm has, crazy. Um, <laughs> um what color. Amazon actually has one of my recent favorites um, from somebody who I call personally sensei. Like I know him, um Hiroyuki Asada. He is, he was in charge of like character redesign for the recent Dororo what? Um, anime. And that's also on Amazon um Prime Video. I
0: just finished that like uh, a couple months ago too. Like I yeah, literally yeah.
5: that is dope. That they did very well with that revamp.
0: Yeah, especially like when you see the um the original, like it just like the comparison like what they've done mm-hmm. with it. It's insane and the story is really good. It's mm-hmm. really good. So we just got to manifest that for y'all. Like I I want to see big things happen. I've always been a fan of Substantial. Your music, man. Just every time you Thank had an album know, out, you know, I was I was getting my first album was Sacrifice. And I mm. still have that album mm. with your autograph and the
3: the <laughs> jacked know. up
0: pen that I gave you the sign.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause I think I just borrowed somebody's pen and I was just like and you know, That's to this terrible. day I never I, I still forget to bring a mark or something when I go to shows. It's 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 nutty. Mm. And it drives me nuts because then I'll meet like I met Poison Pen and I didn't have
4: Oh, I oh him, I God. man. Yeah, but I've I, I met him so
0: many times. I was like, I'm, I'm, it's it's awesome when uh, when they come to Baltimore. So him in the circle when they come through. But yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a marker. That's that's only purpose is for autographs. That's it. That's <laughs> all it ever does. If you see me with that marker, it's for autographs. I don't know if I need to put a low jack on it or something so I can always find it if I lose it. <laughs>
4: But <laughs> yeah, I, I, what you got to do is, you know, you have your travel bag, you know, the bag that you're going to grab out the gate. Like I keep my travel bag stocked with certain things at all times. You know what I mean? Bags. Like, you know, I got like certain chargers are already in there. Like they never come out of that bag unless I'm out and about, uh, uh, you know, and the same thing with Sharpies. I keep like a certain you know amount of pins, all mm-hmm. of that stuff.
3: Artists
5: don't got that problem, especially those that use ink, because I don't go anywhere without my ridiculous bag of Sharpies and metallic ones, too, because I like gold.
4: Yeah. See, So so now we know. You got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. So now
0: I can get the autograph on the art book. Be like, hey, (laughs) I got a gold Sharpie just in case. But you probably already got one. Right. (laughs)
2: But no, it this is has been good. too much fun yeah it has I was oh, looking man. at Tom like,
0: you yeah. want to hold him up thank, but yeah. no, thank you thank you and we're going to make sure that we share the uh, the kickstarter as well as your your prospective perspective links and the description because mm-hmm. folks you can find tons of substantial music on whatever streaming platform but if you listen do a solid just go purchase from them directly Cause I'm a huge fan of that. I'd like people, Mm -hmm. people looked at me crazy when I said, no, I went right to Apple Music and I bought like an album. And they'd be like you still buying music? I'm like, yes, I'm still buying music because part of me, like, would sit there and think, what happens? You wake up one day and all these services can put. i will be damned if I right. can't listen to my music. So I, I don't right. I don't take the risk. That's the same thing with the anime. They'd be like, you can just stream right. it on Crunchy. You're like, nah, I
2: want physical copies. And it's good for the yeah. environment because the vinyls are green.
3: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that vinyl. part.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and it's funny, man, like, a couple of, uh, you know, one last thing to add with that. Um, mm-hmm. Most importantly, absolutely, it is green. It's better for the environment, how we're getting this manufactured. But then the, also, um, the other part of that is because this particular company isn't like really like popular yet. A lot of people don't even know that there's a green nope. alternative for vinyl. So because of that, they have better turnaround times. A lot of these other companies, not only is it worse for the environment but because now that vinyl sales are up over 400 um, percent um yeah so now major major labels are now starting to press up vinyl at a higher rate than they were in the past which is now holding up like even the indie releases so for example marcus d just posted about this the other day like He Mm -hmm. just gave everybody the release date, but now he got to push it back because the company has hit him back like multiple times telling him that it's going to take longer. So in some cases, based on what he's told me, based on what a one has told me, some people are waiting like six, seven months to Mm. get their orders back. You know what I mean? So in this company. Yeah. And so this company, because a lot of people are not using the green alternative to do it, this company is able to turn it around in two um, in two months. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, for, for, you know, I mean, so that, man, like, we're we're doing something, most importantly, good for the planet, but we're able to, uh, you know, turn it around a bit quicker as well, which, I mean, look, when you got people spending this much money on something, uh, not only do you want quality but you want it you know expeditiously yeah <laughs> you that know is so saying? cool that is so cool
2: like
5: where's my stuff
0: <laughs> oh gosh yeah because yeah, people people freaking lose it you know
5: mm, trust oh. me, i deal with it all the time, <laughs> all as, the time. A, as a merchandise artist as oh. well especially mm. when um when um what we call it i sell a lot of things that take a very long time to be manufactured so like like right, right off the bat i let people know You might not see this within three months. Know what you're getting yourself into.
0: Like, just letting them know the real. Like, you better be patient.
4: Right. I mean, look, I got something from a Kickstarter campaign that I supported in 2015. I literally only got it two months ago.
3: Jesus.
4: Yeah. I mean, I dropped like $160 on this thing. It was that Smithsonian anthology. Of hip-hop uh book um oh. where it's like it's seven discs and then there's like a book about the history of hip-hop and stuff oh cool and, i um, remember that you know, yeah. yeah man. I, I was a part of the campaign like i helped them uh do the whole social media push for the campaign and um i was one of a bunch of people who did it and so like I yeah man that. but that joint some of these campaigns take a long time yeah. a really really long time you yeah. know because i know Almost, i'm sorry yeah, right? i mean because i was gonna say because
0: like, you know kickstarter um has gotten so that they let you know there's a, a thing you have to like click now it's like hey you understand oh, yeah. that things may not be guaranteed and time and the whole nine and yeah. that's something that you know i think folks have to keep in mind because i think we see the number that we see got funded so in our brain mm-hmm. it's like oh well it got funded so this shouldn't be it's just like no this is that's the money to make sure that not, it comes to right. fruition. That's not saying exactly. that it's what they, going yeah. what they yeah. don't
5: say is that it takes two weeks for that funding to actually get to us actually, before Kickstarter not- it takes five percent of whatever we make. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and then what they don't uh, like see as well is that right after you get the funds, then you have to put in the orders and that yep. those orders can have delays depending on how much and what you're buying.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
4: and then because the period of time that they told you is going to be done in is based on the time that you hit them up, and so we did the research before the stuff was launched. But well, like some some cases the people may have been hit weeks before, and other time uh, other cases they may have been hit months before. So when we circle back with all the funds, it may it may be different than what, what told it was told. Might change, up. but yeah. we
5: plan so far in advance that it won't be a like a drastic change. Drastic
4: change, yeah. Yeah. And another thing people don't consider, too, is the failed pledges like that's something that That doesn't get talked about a lot. Mm. And that's, you know, on the surface, everyone sees, oh, they got this much money. Right. So there's like one of the things we tell our clients um, when we're helping them run their campaigns. A lot of times uh, for my company, we tell them all the time, like, yo, expect to lose like whatever the the total amount that you say. Like, yeah, they're telling you they're going to keep five percent for themselves really just times that by two really expect mm-hmm. to not get 10 to 15% of this money. Right. Yeah, because exactly. some, of, mm-hmm. yeah, cause some of it is going to be because of their percentage, but then another percentage of that is going to be failed back. is because there are some people that literally they got on Kickstarter so long ago, their Kickstarter is connected to an email that they barely use. And then other time there's people, so they don't get the notifications if there's something wrong with their car. True. And then, yeah. um, and so, you know, sometimes people will use and a there's, card also,
5: there's also there's also last minute you know, backouts that yeah, happens, that, too.
4: That, yeah. Every day, every day, <laughs> like
2: chargebacks.
4: Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot. It's a lot to consider. It's definitely, um, you know, I mean, luckily, both of us have a lot of experience with doing these type of campaigns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I think that that played a major role um, in the success that we're seeing with the campaign because you know neither one of us um, are spring chickens when it comes to this this side of the hustle, you know. Right. I, yeah. I,
0: I gotta tell you, y'all present y'all presentation knocked it out the park. So, so, like that, the the research shows like y'all really put time and thought into how you were going to promote it. And mm-hmm. just to see the overwhelming uh, Support and I feel like That's a testament to why When you go into something like this That you understand what you're getting into And that mm-hmm. you look at everything And the fact that y'all are thinking You know for very forward thinking about it Like okay so we don't want to just Say hey here's a manga and be done with it You're thinking about music You're thinking about okay This becomes you know big What can we do how can we market this Like yeah. You know, this could this is something that I can see a live event happening. I, 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 oh, like, yeah. I can, I can, I can Ooh. feel it. Like sooner or later, there's going to be a themed event, and I'm going to be Bro. buying tickets for. Like, yeah. like, it's infinite, why, man. Why, it's infinite. Why do, you, why do you think IQ is a part
4: of it? Listen, <laughs> listen. I man? saw the name, so yeah. let's
0: run. Th- let's run this through this news real quick. Because listen,
3: I was out,
4: like out the gate. <laughs> I mean, you know how many rappers I know, man. I mean, I yes, could, I could have asked anyone to do it, but again. The 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 conversation we had, like who are the people that we can bring in, where not exactly. only will we get quality music, but they're gonna help like do these other things. Because IQ, besides being a dope rapper, he's a great pr- uh, event promoter, and then he's very mm-hmm. tapped in into this whole anime slash manga world. Like not only does he, he is yeah, so not only does he support like a bunch of different IPs that's out here, but more importantly. He knows a lot of people that are working behind the scenes in a lot of these companies. Same thing with our our, our guy Mason Lieberman, who plays on the record as well, mm-hmm. who's composed music for uh, a a time. I mean, he just did music for uh, Star Wars Visions. He got something that's going to be in the upcoming Pokemon movie. Like this dude is super tapped in, and these are these are people who not just make great music, but they are tapped into this industry that we that that this IP is going to be a part of, and so. You know when you're building a particular thing these are things to consider like yeah there there's a ton of people we could call and all of these people involved and we would love to have everybody involved but you gotta know you gotta know when you're doing this stuff like all right i need who are the most reliable like who are the
3: the most reliable
4: yeah like you got to go with those people who are most reliable and then those people who sometimes have contacts that are going to help you be able to grow this into something much bigger and yeah. do all of that without sacrificing the quality of the
5: it, art. Yep, it's tough to do and on it's the coming. on the art side of it too. Now, just because this this Kickstarter blew up, even before that, um, my man, um, Zeno, he's like out here like looking for all of these like great projects, nonetheless, created by dope black creatives, Jeez. um. And he's super tapped in in terms of the voiceover community, like the people who actually do voiceovers for like My Hero Academia and and One Piece and all that. Like Zeno himself is part of like that that whole community. So he is now sending voice actor connections to us. Like I've been getting mm-hmm. emails nonstop last week from people who are literally tapped into Funimation have been working for years, and yep. they were like, "Yo." This looks great. I need to know more about this. And then also yeah. let me know if we could do something about it. I'm like, oh gosh, it's like so it's gonna go crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: for sure. And one and one of the voice actors who worked on it actually does a lot of work, uh, mm-hmm. for full animation. Um, Hunter Scott, you know, oh, who's the brother. I was gonna
2: of, mention yeah. him. His voice is cool. Oh, he has yeah. a, he has a really cool, cool voice.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Oh yeah, man! Wait, wait! When you hear, watch when you hear the album, and then uh, like you know, and when these different voices come in and how they're used in certain. And look, Katie, I, I got a little treat for you. That's something I like that hasn't happened yet. But um, but I just talked to my DJ who was on the west coast for a minute, but now he's back out here, and so yeah, man. Like with some of these tracks where we still got to put finalize. Some of the um, the uh, putting the voices to it, like I'm gonna have him actually scratch in a couple of the voices as opposed to just laying it in the trap. So um, yeah, man, so, y'all hit her head first, yo. Everything, right? Everything oh, right, is my
3: first day with this project, you know yes. little, la-
4: la- little last minute bells and whistles, you know. So <laughs> that yeah, is so man. As soon cool. as I talked to him, he was like, "Man, dude, like we ain't, we ain't got up in a minute because I was West Coast, but like, yo, let's work. Send me some stuff Monday." And I was like, "Oh, man, I got something. I'm working on now." And like, man, I mean, the dope thing is uh, the moment he talked to me, he gave me the idea. And I'm always like, of course, I'd rather go with him first. But like now that the idea is here, if he don't come through, (laughs) it's (laughs) going to happen one way or the other. You know what I mean? But I'd rather it be him. But like, yeah, man, it's it's, the
5: magic beforehand. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes
4: man. It's, it, it's exciting man you know this has been really fun working on it so, that
2: is so that that is so awesome well one one final thing i just wanted to say to kd uh before we wrap up here is i just wanted mm-hmm. to thank you personally for making this type of story about empathic people because one of those empathic people mm-hmm. is my sister and mm-hmm. i we we've had a lot of conversations about how hard it is to be in certain scenarios like 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 she's a social worker you know and she's had a hard time getting into the field because she discovered that it was so hard for her to interact with people because she would pick up on their energy really easily Mm. and so you know she's always had to kind of take a step back and you know adjust and so it's been a struggle for her so for you to make this story is truly a gift and it gives, a, you know, kind of a voice to the voiceless. You know, the, the people that, you know, to people that don't understand it, you know, you know, it's real. The struggle is real. So thank you for making this story on on behalf of her.
5: Happy to to be a catalyst for it, to be quite honest. Like it's, we, we need more stories like this. I only wish that more people would. But hey, it's got
2: to start somewhere. So I'm I'm glad I could do that. Yes, hey. thank you. All right, all right. I'm done. I'm I'm done with my <laughs> <Yeah>. sentimental mode. <laughs> uh,
4: nah, this we is appreciate y'all, man. Thanks again yeah. for having us. Yeah. Word,
0: word. So, folks, you need to check out this Kickstarter. Make sure you follow KD. Make sure you follow Substantial, and support the support this. Okay, like be like. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a globe So when the the, the, the manga's out. <laughs> You know I got the vinyl. I I'm I'm flexing. I'm I'm just going to flex. That's just how it's going to be in the black. Like we were supporting it when it was cool. All right, now y'all yeah. supporting it as it's cool. Yeah and still growing, mm. but we was there, Yeah,
2: where was you then, huh? Where was you then? Nah. It's all right though. But, it's all right though. We but still but love you, you anyway. I would,
0: but see, y'all, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't do that because one of the things is that I love about art is that once it's out there, people discover it, and it's not so much that when it's just the fact that they do. Yeah, and that's oh, the yeah. important.
2: You know, part. those people are like first. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah, but right. you know, people people love to do that. But let's let's be let's be real. Like I think the more important part is that you just found it yeah. because yes. now that you found it maybe you'll tell somebody else about it you know and keep it keep it going because um, there's some things that like you will discover that's that was so ahead of its time but you may have just found it yesterday and that mm-hmm. might yeah. become the most special thing to you ever so I, I, I rather right. be, I'd rather be one of the people that puts the word out and then hopefully somebody sees it
2: so. Oh, one last thing. You don't put sugar in your grits, do you? <laughs> I'm gonna fight you no, right no. now. No. Like <laughs> what? Like <laughs> what? <I> just, <laughs> why? Sugar? See, every single time <laughs> no, we can't no, like, no, tell you.
0: I'm telling y'all. Listen no, to a regular no, episode. We fight, keep it
2: real, though. We're gonna it, get them. They <sighs> get you know the shrimp with the salt. You know it's supposed to be savory. Uh, I'm sorry.
4: It, I'm it, s- it can be. It
2: can be both. Why can't it be both? Oh. Yep. Why can't it why be both? Why are you both? looking at me like I, that I like, though? Yeah. Well, you, why you, you, no, like, you, you just heard, you just heard like, saying, why can't like, it be
4: both? Listen, you know what I mean? I like grit I like grits when it is savory, but then I like people who add they don't overdo it with the sugar and it's they add just a little bit to give it a slight sweetness, but it's still right. but it still has that that salty flavor too. Oh,
5: y'all ain't <laughs> never had grits with ketchup then.
4: Oh, oh! See now, I'm savage that. and Whoa, I respect that's,
2: it. I Whoa, that's damn. That, that's
5: some damn sound stuff. Okay,
0: I, yeah. I'm not on oh. that
2: level. I'm not. I like. Yeah. I haven't achieved that level uh, not, yet. Yeah, yeah well, we'll see. Now you learn
0: something new. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: hey, look right. hey, around I'm and I'm find out, Rob. Hey, the more Basically, you know. So, okay.
0: So if y'all go back and hear the episode we did with Gastor, Gaston leaned into him about Subway. I'm not going to tell the story. Yeah, y'all should just Subway is the devil. Listen, yeah, the then, person and, who
1: buys it all and, the time.
0: Yeah, and his car got pulled not so bad. Choice. So we be trying to warn him, like, listen, you, you you know how things go. You gonna ask, I guess something, and we can't save you. I, I'm not even gonna try. I, I, I might try once this episode, but see, you see then you, you went ahead and got silly with the grits you just, just don't had save it. him
1: he don't want to be I know, saved I know, I know.
3: future talks all the time don't do it and I don't listen
0: to future at all that was
1: J. Cole. <laughs> uh,
3: Cole
4: that was J. Cole oh, 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 oh I'm
0: sorry I was getting my stuff mixed up he belonged to the streets look I just
2: asked a simple I'm question I'm sorry and you just gotta God, rally
0: you, you gotta, your gotta rally your, your troops ass around, around me you trying to rally okay, in the episode
1: and here you go entertaining us and talking about your wonderful project i hope that everything blows up i believe 2027 (laughs) is going to be the year for you i don't know why 2027 popped up in my head and i want i really want this goal to go up to like at least a thousand percent people we need to fund this up to a thousand percent you got 16 days get on it
0: look yeah i I see see i want to be i want to be petty for a moment right because there's always people that's uh, like support black businesses, support black creators. Okay, well let's uh, put your money where your mouth is. Black creators, mm-hmm. right here.
2: Support it. Yeah.
0: Support it. Yes. Support yes. it.
2: Yes. Yeah. Support
0: it. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it be getting me. Like and then be like, okay, th- did you support them? Well, nah. I'm just saying. Mm. Nah, no, we, it's we, not, what, nah, what nah. Know? I'm just
5: but, saying. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
0: hate mean, when
2: people do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but look. Right yeah. after. Right after right. we do this, the, though, I'm the gonna. People yeah, go I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say right after this, I'm going to put in, I'm going to put in my Kickstarter donation. Okay. It won't be 10 cents. It'll be much more than I that. I knew what you were trying to say, sir. Yeah, Okay. I just wanted to make I sure. I wasn't the one oh, that called oh, you on it, but I knew what oh, you was trying to say. Okay. We love, right, you, right. love you, put it, you, You should put it like 500. I don't. Put, so that might be a little difficult. Okay. Okay. 400. Now this. Sh- so you, you know what just give listen like, like can we triple this amount so that's, like, that's <laughs> like 30
0: they're like 33k so can you just add another
2: 33k just put just put your car oh, man, the you, know. you know what yeah, put it on yeah. my tab and then you do it how about that
0: uh, I would just reverse the tab back to you and you don't want to talk about your tab because you, your tab right now with me has been going expeditional. What, what are you talking about? Well, let's see. Saving you, saving you from possible annihilation. Oh, 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 look that at the alone time. right there is 20K. At, oh, 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 now we got to go. Oh, oh see, oh, look, right? at uh, look
2: at the time.
0: Uh, look at the time. Uh, make sure you support so, that the, yes, the kickstarter, yes. sir. Please
2: do. Please do.
0: I will. I, I mean, and, I mean that goes yes, to I will. Our yes, I will. Too. Yes, yes, go, yes. That goes to our listeners, yes. too. You ain't got to put up 50 grand, but if you want to, Put up fifty grand.
4: You put right. fifty
3: grand. Hey. Okay. Hey.
4: Right. As someone we'll once said recently, they was like, "Listen, if that's what's on your heart, I'm not going to stop you." you right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All,
3: right. Yeah. All right. All
0: right. Like and All Netflix. Right. What's up?
3: Hi, Facts. All right. Yes.
0: All right shout
2: out shout out all right all right i'm done right. y'all i'm done
0: <laughs> all right thank you for listening to another episode of three angry black people make sure you check the description for all those wonderful links make sure you following you're subscribing you know what to do we tell you this all the time but make sure you definitely hit this kickstart up and you go ahead and support katie and substantial because if not i fight you
3: i mean right you now. should support this <laughs> right now
1: <laughs> what we fighting no they need no no they no
2: <laughs> they need to support it right in the middle of the conversation we're having right now. They probably did. But actually, I wouldn't be surprised if a few have
0: already done it. Yes. Just listen it to it us on. talk. They'd be like, fine, we hear you. <laughs> put it on pause.
2: Make your donation to come back. All right. They don't got to put it all on right. pause. Just or they, they can Let's do go. it simultaneously, you know, yeah. however you want. Okay. All, right, all, right, all right. It's been, been real, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning yeah.
3: in. Peace. Thanks for having me. Peace. Oh, same time.